Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Tuesday. Last week, we saw Jesus, his immense suffering, his death. That was a payment for our sins, a fulfillment of the law that you and I may have life through faith in him. But we also saw his beautiful resurrection, that Jesus has the power over death. All of this gospel, good news that we as believers can hold on to. Jesus died to pay the price for us where we fall short for our sins. He satisfied the law on our behalf. And then he rose again. And when we someday die, we can trust in his power over death. Now today we are going to see Jesus, him physically here talking and walking. And we're also going to see some very interesting spiritual conversations. So let's jump into Luke chapter 24, verse 13, and I am reading from the ESV. That very day, two of them, two of Jesus' followers, were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What is this conversation that you're holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, named Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he, the man, Jesus, said to them, What things? And they said to him concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had all hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body, they came back saying that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was still alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Now let's pause here and notice their conversation. As Jesus walks up, they were talking and discussing together. And we know they were talking about Jesus and these things that have happened. So not only were these followers of Christ having a spiritual and important conversation with each other about Jesus, about spiritual matters and things that were happening in their lives, but when this man, who we know is Jesus, but they did not, when this man asks them about it, they aren't shy. 
They don't hide their faith, their beliefs. They don't hide what is going on in their lives, but they speak openly with a spiritual conversation. They even share concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people. They share the truth that they know about Jesus, and they share it openly, unashamed. But we see here that they are doubting. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. And he, the man who we know as Jesus, said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses, so all the way back to the Old Testament, the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, all the way back to Genesis, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, the Old Testament, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Notice these followers also don't exit the conversation when someone else continues on this spiritual topic. They're not afraid. They're not shying away from these spiritual conversations that can sometimes feel so intimidating, especially with a stranger. Instead, they are leaning in, listening, conversing. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He, the man, acted as if he were going farther, but they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, he took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them, and their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. I'm assuming this is some connection with the Last Supper, that first communion, when Jesus blessed and broke the bread and passed it around, saying, This is my body. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. And they said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. And they found the eleven and those who were with them gathered around, saying, The Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. So we see these men were engaged in conversations that went deeper than just our day-to-day lives. Conversations that were about Jesus, about salvation, about his work. They were open to listening and continuing those spiritual conversations. And then when they saw a beautiful truth about Jesus, they were not afraid to go back and to share it openly. The Lord has risen indeed. And I will see you tomorrow morning. Thanks for tuning in today. For more information, visit hesedheart.com.